York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jealous from Nick and Tom's show here, giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And the whole band is back together once again. All four members here to give you that Nick's talk. Not a lot of topics today. We're going to keep it super light, but we're going to get into it. Now, now that I've gotten the intros down pat, there's not going to be any confusion. <laughs> <laughs> to my direct left, your right audience. Is Mr. Blue Check coming? <laughs> Edson, Edson Sean, Sean, aka yes, Kunta yes, Kente, yes. cloth. The <laughs> I want my I want my next pattern uh, dashiki. Yes, <laughs> dashiki out. I am. Um... We know the vibes. Yes, we know the vibes. You definitely know the vibes. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Now, left corner of the screen is Miss Black Girl Magic herself. Hey, still. Are we clapping today, Miss Black Girl Magic? Yeah. Hand motions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a recovery day. It's a recovery day. <laughs> you, you was watching the sound class, you're beating in them, and now you have no energy. Yeah, I got it. I got okay. no energy. <laughs> <laughs> no right, that's energy fine. That's fine. Today. No, we'll, we'll talk about the little ball a little bit too, just just to get your energy up. We'll do that too. Right. <laughs> you gotta. I, I need a warm up. Need a warm up. Okay. Warm up, yeah. <laughs> and right corner of the screen is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan J in the building. Damn and, right. Um, FYI, my energy is still up, even though I watched the class last night. So I'm good right now. I'm mm. taking shots, Ryan, because that's gonna get me back. Ooh. I'm back now. Did you take it? Did you take shots? Because I felt, I felt some shade and I felt some shots, right? Is, is you taking shots? Because <laughs> just let me know what time we on today. Listen, let me know what time we on today. How we giving it up? This is how we giving it up? Listen, right. listen, Ryan. When you address K Steel, you have to get the gunshots. You have to use your hands when you're talking to K Steel. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's the only nah, way you know your points getting across. Across. Nah, that, that's Damn, her thing. Son. My thing is different. That's her thing. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Say, say no more, King. I got you. All right. <laughs> say no more. I'm taking it. Whatever. <laughs> say less. Say less, Ryan. Say less. Uh oh. See that? Now you woke her up for yeah, real. All right. I'm, she I'm here. I'm here. Let's pod. We pod in. We pod. We pod in. <laughs> all right. So now, latest news. <laughs> latest news in, in Nick's land is uh, new hires all across the board. Yes. Leon Rose. Leon Rose has. I've been concerned about Leon Rose because he hasn't had the experience of running a Knicks team, but he's been around. He has a lot of connections with the CAA. And you know what? The last moves he's made in that front office has kind of changed my mind about Leon Rose a little bit, or at least it's starting to make me think a little bit differently. Um, there were some hires that happened with the Knicks like a few, a month ago or so that we never really talked about, but the biggest hire so far has been Walt Perrin. Well, a guy who's been with the, the Jazz for 17 years, a vice player, mm -hmm. player personnel, uh, oversaw the draft mm -hmm. um, for the Utah Jazz. And if you've been following the Utah Jazz for the last few years, they've been kind of hitting on the draft. No, yeah. definitely. So any any thoughts on this new hire in Walt Perry and what you think it will mean for the Knicks? 
Well, I have some, um, I have some thoughts. So, okay. um, I was just looking up, you know, stats right quick, you know, just to look at the Utah Jazz's record within the last, I know he's been there the last 17 seasons, but I did the last 19 seasons. So you can maybe omit two of those seasons in the overall record. Mm-hmm. But in the last 19 seasons, the Jazz has the Jazz had a record of 870 and 736. Okay. 870 okay. wins, 736 losses. And within that time span, the Jazz only had five losing seasons. So, oh. so you oh. know, the fact that the Knicks got a guy from an organization who's used to winning, yeah, the Jazz haven't won a championship within that time span, but the Jazz has been a competitive team. And what is the one thing that the Knicks lack right now? competitiveness oh hell yeah <laughs> Absolutely. I, mean, you know. I mean and even in that time too he's made some really good picks paul Millsap, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. gordon hayward you know donovan mitchell i mean it just shows that he has a good eye for picking talent and building a team so i'm i'm excited that he's on board yeah and what i'm excited about too is where those picks land when he picked them because that the paul Millsap pick was like a 47 pick that wasn't mm-hmm. you know that wasn't a guy who was in the top 10 Paul right, Millsap ends right. up being an all-star. Uh, same can right. be said for Mo Williams, who's also a 47th pick. Exactly. Um, exactly. Same can be said for Gordon Hayward. And then um, it, and when it comes to a team like the Knicks, who's only had one all-star in the last 15 years, and you compare it to Utah, who's had you know six in the last okay. right. <laughs> right. Right. Know, right. It, it, it makes you it makes you think like, man, what are we missing? Like that can help this rebuild. And it, drafting yeah. is a huge part of that, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. I like that he trusts he trusts the players that he's drafting, though. Like right, he definitely this, goes to bat for. Him. Yeah, there's something about having like a gut, uh, um, a gut feeling about a player and sticking through and and seeing that player actually develop into who you think they are, so they actually work out to be like a good draft pick. So, I I agree, and um, the most famous. Or the most well-known draft pick so far has been the Donovan Mitchell draft pick, and mm-hmm. that draft pick in particular, um, the Cassie kind of Cassie kind of mentioned, Utah wasn't in draft position to draft Donovan Mitchell. Right. They actually had to trade up for him. Mm-hmm. If you heard the story, there was a story that came out that um, <clears throat> that uh, uh, Walt Perrin was actually cool with Donovan Mitchell's agent got in contact with him during the draft process. Donovan Mitchell wasn't really even supposed to, you know, was not even supposed to work out for the Utah Jazz, but because of the connection, he was able to work out for the Utah Jazz. They saw what he was able to do, and he kind of laid down a law. He's like, listen, he hit up the GM. was like, listen, we need to trade up for this guy. They ended up trading with the Utah. Not for, they ended up trading with – um. I'm sorry, the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it was their I think it was their 27th pick, I believe. The, t- the 27th pick and another player for Donovan Mitchell and he trusted himself and everybody missed everybody missed out on Donovan including the Knicks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who did we get? Oh, okay. We got Frank. We got Frank. We got Frank. <laughs> What's I'm about to say? Frank. Okay. No, I listen. I, I, like I, I like Frank, but I mean, compare, well, compare if you're to, comparing to, players. No. I'm trolling. <laughs> right. I'm trolling. All right. I'm not. Uh, you know, for comparing players, you know. <laughs> but imagine if he saw somebody, if he had like a feeling about somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Just like how we have this feeling that like Frank is going to be absolutely amazing. Right. right. And 
and that's what we need in this front office. Like mm-hmm. guys who have feelings about somebody else and who's able to right. lay the nuts on the table. It's like, yo, listen, this is what we need. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. it or leave it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we have to trade up to get this man. And yeah, um, right, right, right. you know, y'all say something, you have something to say? Nah, the only thing I was going to say was that um, also like the fact that he's coming from a team where, cause like, let's be real for about it. Let's be real for a second. Like, not a lot of big name free agents are want to go and play in Utah for exactly. obvious reasons, mm-hmm. right. you know. And, and the fact that he's coming from an organization where they had to draft well to maintain a level of competitiveness and have mm-hmm. a team that's always ready to go to the playoffs. Like I, I would rather get somebody from there because the Knicks are in a similar situation. Nobody wants right. to come to New York at the moment. So the only way you're going to build a, build up the reputation of the Knicks is if you actually go out and get people in that know how to draft well so you can build up through the draft. And, and then when the Knicks reach a level where they're competitive and, you know, and change the whole, um, the whole culture surrounding the organization, the New York, New York is a hot spot where people want to be. And then in the future, that's going to lead to, you know, signing big name free agents to go along with a young town that you've accumulated during the draft. Exactly. It, it should be a lot easier. If we, if New York is able to draft well in the last few years, it, it, was, it would be a lot easier to get things done because at the end of the day, this is New York and there's still people who would come here just because it's New York. Exactly. Look with the executives. Exactly. Like, he, he's leaving a winning situation in Utah to come to New York to make a name for himself to see if he can do it on the biggest stage possible. So, and I think that's more of it too. Like it's, it, there's still an allure about, okay, these guys weren't able to do it. Let me see if I can make it in New York, you know? And uh, you mentioned that Leon Rose, you weren't, you were a little unsure about his moves, but I think what makes him very smart is he also has people in his corner that hit, that can advise him, mm-hmm. you know, like he's not doing this. Like, I, um, what's his name? William Wesley. I think is one of his, his collaborators, a business. Right. Partner. He's, you know, he still might be working with him. We didn't hire him, but he still might be working right. with the Knicks yeah, in the right. background. In an in a unofficial capacity, right. he's still getting, <laughs> you know. True, true, mm-hmm. true. And also, like, I was listening to Knicks Fan TV and the interview he had with, uh, I forgot the, the, the gentleman's name, uh, who's uh, who has his own Utah Jazz podcast. And they were talking about the work ethic of Perrin and how he usually outworks people. And I, I've actually heard Perry say a similar thing, where even though they... They work out an abundance of guys for one position, even though they know they're not going to draft those guys. They work out everybody just to establish a connection, just in case, you know, a trade opens up later down the line and they already did their homework. They already know what this guy's about. They already know if this guy's going to work in the system within the culture of the team. And they've already done something like that with Jordan Clarkson before where they traded Traded for Jordan Clarkson later on, even though they didn't draft him because they were out of position to draft him, and brought him in because he right. knew he worked with the team. So that's something else that I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to uh, when he gets here, or when he actually gets mm. to work. That's smart. It's, it's, It'd be nice that we can, we have someone that actually might make us like a sleeper team, like the Utah. Please guys. do. That's, that's what we need. That's what we need. It's like that's even if we, we don't, um, if we we get to a point where we're like playoff contenders or like we're in the playoffs. It'll be, if, if we, if the next step for the Knicks to me is we become like one of these sleeper teams where people are not like taking us as an automatic win. Right. I'd, I'd like that. Right. Now it's, it's not an end all be all. I love this move. The coach is still a big deal, but I, I like the direction we're moving. So 
for sure. Right. Um, and even one other thing I want to mention too, being that there is no dr- official draft combine, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Or right. Um, it it really helps to have a team of scouts who are known for doing their due diligence, and I'm including Scott Perry in that in the way he got Mitchell Robinson. Uh, and even another executive we're going to talk about later, like these guys are workers and I'm, and I'm happy to see that we got some actual workers here. So I don't, I think we'll be a little bit more prepared than other teams with these guys, because we know they're, they're not going to do the bare minimum. They're known for being workhorses. And it was evident by the way that different um, people were kind of bigging them up all over Twitter. Like everybody was right. like, yo, Right. People that aren't even in the Knicks organization. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, meet us. They talking about us. And he's right. good for. He's good for. Um, he's he's known for like drafting um, like unknown talent and like college college players. Mm-hmm. Or like he has like like a strong ability to like pick out like up and coming talent and not necessarily mm-hmm. like. The big name, your, Lamo- right. your Lamelo, exactly, because they haven't been, they haven't really been oh, in the top yeah. ten. <laughs> Not your Lamelo, Lamelo, oh, your Rawls. Oh. Hey, they got Darren Williams, Fuck. all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of the All Star because that's one of the All Stars that they that they did did draft Darren Williams. They did exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The the one thing I will say though is I I I read a, a nice uh, I heard a nice little quote. From Will Perrin from that Nixon Fan TV interview that I thought would be interesting. And I want to see if this clashes with Scott Perry's philosophy. Uh, mm. Will Perrin said, Workouts are a part of the puzzle, but not the entire puzzle. Right? Mm. I agree with that. Now, when Kevin Knox joined the Knicks, why did they say Kevin Knox joined the Knicks? You anybody remember? Knox. Kevin Knox, my my remember. Kevin Knox was going at was was going one on one in workouts with Miles, and they said Kevin Knox handled him in the workouts, and that is the hmm. reason why Kevin Knox is a New York Nick today. Mm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, Look at him now. Yeah. Right. Look at that. And Miles from Charlotte, not Miles from <laughs> Phoenix. Right. So I mean, I'm wondering if there's gonna be like a beef between Perry. <laughs> and I don't think so because I mean, if you look at it, like like Kathy said, look at him now. I mean, that was just one piece of the puzzle, right? Yeah. You know, we need somebody who can think outside the box and see the whole picture. And clearly, this guy's able to do that by picking such, you know, pulling out gems from like low seeds. So it's yeah. like, okay, we got a second round pick. We can trust that he's gonna pick out right. the best gem. Yeah, you know. And I mean, like, I know this example isn't really comparative because it's a different sport but it's like it's for example it's like football like a guy can be off the meter and all those different drills that they have you run like the 40 yard dash and this and that but that's mm-hmm. but that doesn't automatically translate to a great football player because you have players Absolutely. that don't do that great during the combine but then when when they're mm-hmm. on the field they perform though exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. performance man you can't just look at a workout and be like oh you know this player's gonna be he's not gonna be that great just because he didn't have a great workout like nah that doesn't that doesn't test a player's heart or whatever the case may be. Exactly, exactly. So the thing you is, Perry is still Lamelo. That, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like he's copping a plea from Lamelo. Oh no! no. I, oh, copping wow. a plea for Lamelo. Oh, you know what? You know what? Speaking of Lamelo, I was like, let, let him know the Let him know the Lamelo. 
No, I was, this wasn't even on the docket, really, but I want to bring this up on the docket. Speaking of LaMelo. Segway. <laughs> Segway. It's been reported by various sources. Well, actually, Mark Berman said that the Knicks have LaMelo as the top point guard in the draft. The word he used to describe um, the, the gap was unequivocally <laughs> I don't even want to get into a huge debate over LaMelo we, we talked about this for two weeks already <laughs> I mean this it ain't nothing more to debate I mean every we still all feel the same way facts yes we do we, we, we all feel the same way the yes, only all right the, well then there's that there's there's one thing I will say Kathy I am mm-hmm. not on the Cole Anthony train I'm not even if we were six I'm not on it but I, I will say I would trade down for Kerry Lewis. Okay. I would do that. Okay. That's my that's my two option. Compromise. Only because Yeah, yeah, that's compromise. That's my two option. I'm but fine if I'm, with if, but Kathy be having that crazy talk. She's talking about number one, I'm picking Cole Anthony. I'm not doing that. That's crazy talk. <laughs> uh, one or two. If if um yeah, one or two. So you would pick Cole Anthony over over LaMelo? Yeah. Crazy talk. Even with the number one pick. Woo. Crazy talk. <laughs> if, 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 I, if we get the number one pick, no, I wouldn't. Cole Anthony wouldn't be my first choice. It would okay. be Kira. It wouldn't, okay. it still wouldn't be LaMelo. Wow, well, Kathy be got your own board. You got your own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, hold it, hold it. Yeah. So, okay, if you have the number one pick and you're not picking LaMelo, you going to even skip on Anthony Edwards? I haven't. I gotta. I gotta do my research on him. So I might Say have to back, back, back comment. Yeah. I haven't looked into him. I might. I have. To, I haven't looked into him. So I might have to double Kathy, back on that comment watch our, next Jeff, week. We gotta watch our Jake in the Paint episode. Where we talk about all the mm-hmm. draft prospects, so you know the strength and weaknesses yeah, of why we picked them the way we did. You gotta watch that. One. You gotta watch it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I, even if I watch it, that doesn't mean I necessarily have to agree with no, it. You already no, know me. I'm I'm dying even, on my own legend. No, don't I don't necessarily to have to agree with your pick. I may still want to go in a different direction. I don't necessarily. So I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna see. I'm not saying agree. I'm just saying. I like Cole Anthony. I like the way he plays. I like Kira too. I'm just saying with more information. Sometimes new information I'll, shifts your mindset. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, so sometimes, so, sometimes, and then sometimes you get that more information. You still, you still, you know, I still feel the same. Right. All right, stubborn Leo, stubborn Leo. It's, it's the same, yeah, man, it's the same thing with Lamelo. Okay. It's the same thing with Lamelo. Like I told you too, I was the only one who didn't want Zion. I didn't want Zion. I don't want KD. There are certain players that y'all. It doesn't matter how many times y'all tell me, oh, they right. good, uh-huh. they this, they that. It doesn't matter, yo. No, the answer still no. It, it doesn't matter though, because I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna buy that Lamelo Ball jersey when the Knicks draft him, though. Yo, cop. <laughs> yo, cop. And if he's nice, he cop him one for Kathy too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you watched last week's episode, you know what I'm talking about. Watch, we watched that. <laughs> we watched that. Anthony, Anthony Edwards, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards. Watch out! Watch out for that. All right, cool. Moving on <laughs> to more front office news, more front office news, because other news has happened that we haven't really talked about. Right. Um, besides Walt's parent being hired, we also mm-hmm. hired Brock Aller. Yes. Who, um, Brock Aller is a guy who worked with Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Chief strategist, yep. Yep. 
chief strategist, chief, I can't even talk, chief strategist, (laughs) 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 and he is known as a salary cap guru. Uh, David Griffin describes Brock Lesnar as someone who is diabolical genius from a cap standpoint. Makes it sound evil, but you get the point. Um, which is going to be, uh, is going to be crucial in this time when, uh, listen, the cap is going down. We have a lot of flexibility coming up Mm -hmm. and he's a guy who can take advantage of the cap situations. Um, he's known as a guy who can find any sort of loophole and exploit it. (laughs) We need that. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody, anybody else have anything to add to that? Or do you want me to just keep going? Um, the only thing I got to add to that is um, the fact that, you know, he was there during the LeBron James years and, you know, they had to do a lot of cap maneuvering during those years to sign all those players to big contracts. Oh, yeah. Right. You knew what was going right. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's beneficial to have somebody like that on the team that knows how to work the cap and, you know, and, and make sure that, you know, all the pieces on the team are signed to, like, long-term deals so you can have sustained success. Exactly. Now, I, see, I see what Rose is doing, man, and it's, it's smart. I see how Rose is working, man. He has somebody who's got a good eye, and he's got somebody who can take care of the money so that we can see the good talent and we can maintain, you know, uh, contracts just so we have enough money. He's smart, man. Like, he's he's literally putting together a Voltron team. It seems like it. Um, in the front yeah. office. I don't want to get too hyped, though. I don't want to get too hyped. I'm no, it's not about getting too hyped, but he, at least his you can see he's thinking long-term. Yeah. He's not looking at short-term band-aids he's like okay we need somebody who can spot talent even if it's not in the first round okay cool okay we got somebody who's a cap space guru who can figure out the money then so we can get what we need right right you know exactly like specifically for like this is their you know that's the thing is like you need people who have the different varying strengths to make this thing work you can't rely on one person to absolutely change this ship around exactly absolutely gotta be a team and let me let me give an example, some detailed examples of his diabolicalness. Why do you use that <laughs> word specifically? So um, when he joined the Cavs in 2014, the story that came out and said Griffin was named GM, and immediately they started pursuing and acquiring Brennan Haywood. Uh, Allen recognized that Haywood's contract has been grandfathered in from the old CBA rules, and would give the Cavaliers a useful trade resource because it ballooned from a roughly $2 million contract in 2014 to a non-guaranteed contract for $10.5 million for 2015-2016. So pretty much they got him to uh, so they can trade him and use Brennan Haywood's contract as like a $10 million trade exception. So pretty much mm. spent $2,000, $2 million, and got $10 million back. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like a man oh, good with money. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And just to give more context to what Ryan was saying earlier about the Cavs, just if you didn't feel bitter enough about the Phil Jackson era, (laughs) (laughs) the Cavs used their exceptions, possibly one of the the exceptions that he got for Brendan Haywood, uh, along with Deion Waiters and and future Memphis first-round pick, to turn Timothy Mosgoff, J.R. Smith, and Iman Shumpert. Pretty much, he helped the Cavs fleece the Knicks for one of the worst trades uh, in yep. Knicks history. We still remember. One of them. We definitely still remember that. Yeah. 
Oh, so definitely still remember that. Yeah, so he's on our side now. <laughs> yeah. Right. I feel like I feel like that's like the bad boy Dennis Rodman joining the Bulls. That's yeah. what I feel like that movie is like. Exactly. <laughs> and the funny part was when I was reading that article, he was harping on the fact that he was trying to trade Timothy uh, Dan Griffin was trying to trade Dim- Timothy Moskov and could not get rid of them. And be- but because he added this guy on the team, he was able to find a way to flip it and get freaking mm-hmm. Iman Shepard, J.R. Smith. And I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bringing up old wounds. My bad. <laughs> you know that man is good. You know that man is good. If because uh, we still remember that trade, and yeah. you know that man is good. It was a rough. <laughs> he got he got away with words yeah, and money clearly. But I mean, diabolical. I mean, that was I, I, diabolical for sure. It was. <laughs> same time though, it's like where J.R. Smith and Iman Shumper was at that point with the Knicks. It was like we were running the triangle offense. Both of them look lost as hell. So it was like, you know what? <laughs> it was best for them to leave New York anyway. So No, but it's not even that they left New York. I would have kept, what... kept Iman, though. I would have definitely kept Iman. I would have kept Iman. I would have kept Iman, too, at the time. But it's not even that they left New York. It's like, it's what we got back for them. Yeah. We didn't really get, we got a second yeah. round pick. And I don't remember the pieces we got back because they wasn't they were like bench players for a we guy a who was six man of the year <laughs> a year ago. Exactly. We got a bag of beans. Yeah, bro. and if That's and if you got. read the article, that the the Kazian was surprised. It was like he was like, yo, I was just trying to get Iman Shumpert, and I ended up getting J.R. Smith too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Wow. So got him. got him, got us. <laughs> Right. Thanks, thanks, Phil. I, I, I think um, I want to applaud the Knicks right now for the, the moves that they're making because even like it kind of starts in the office or it starts in like the home office before you can actually get a bunch of players to come play for your team. If we have good manage- people like uh, managing the team, then, you know, we can make better and smarter moves Stop. in terms of the draft, in yep. terms of like – training and conditioning like whatever other moves we're trying to make with the team it starts with management first Absolutely. starts from the top so, but we still gotta get that coach still gotta get that coach yeah, yeah we do mm-hmm. now next move I'm not, i don't have that much information on this guy uh frank zanid who's with okc uh was considered a top level scout and on and also a guy who's considered a grinder someone who's able to do extra work and digging the trenches down we got three grinders now Pause. Yeah. I don't know if that sounded weird. I'm pause anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott Perry, <laughs> who, who are Scott, who are scouts. Um, he was he was Billy King's assistant GM with the Brooklyn Nets in 2016, uh, and he ended up with coach. He ended up being OKC Thunder's top scout. And if he's with OKC, I guess in some way, shape, or form, he was involved with with uh, drafting Alexander there, which obviously a good move so mm-hmm. another guy on the team who looks like he'll be great for the Knicks and a little footnote too he was cool with Kobe Bryant back in the day and right playing ball in Philly playing ball for playing ball in Philly and Kobe shouted him out back in the day from his, his days when uh he was hired to work with the New Jersey Nets. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets. They still New Jersey Nets in my, in my head. My bad. <laughs> always, always in favor. <laughs> Yeah. Any thoughts on him? I don't know. I don't know. There's not. There's not that much info out there. But. Yeah, there's not a lot of information on him. But I do think the thing that's consistent, I think, with these new hires is the work ethic, and I think that's something that you can't teach. 
and on top of that, then we have the specialties that they have. So I'm, I'm curious to see how these new changes will shake up the upper management and how it will trickle down. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not mad at any of these, to be honest. Same, same, same here, same here. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can say is that, like, there's not much information on him, but just the fact that he's with organizations that have drafted, you know, pretty well within the recent couple of, within a recent couple of years. Right. You know, because, I mean, the Nets had a terrible situation, like, a few years ago where they had, like, huge contracts, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they had to, like, really turn that thing around and bring in young talent while letting go of some big contracts and things like that. And he was there during that time period. I don't That's know. That's true. That 2016 period. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what role he played specifically, but he was a part of that. Then OKC, like OKC is a, a team that's known for drafting pretty well. Right. Mm. You know, he, he had to have played a role within that too. So just, you know, those little positives right there, you know, made me, you know, feel pretty good about the hire overall. Yeah, like the fact that we're getting guys in the front office who are coming from different winning situations, A. Right, right. And B, these guys are also coming from just small market teams who come from small market thinking. So it's not just going to be resting on our loyals of, of, oh, we're from New York, we can get anybody we want. They're going to have that blue-collar work mentality that we're just going to outwork these dudes and have the cashier of New York, hopefully. That's that's the... Do you think that 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 um that is going to translate well in new york though that that like small market idea of get of of getting a player versus like this is a major city do you think that's going to translate well i hope so uh, we need the work ethic we know leon rose at this point still wants to go big game hunting and wants to get a big name free agent here eventually right. um right. there's been rumors that you know <laughs> the knicks posse might go after Donovan Mitchell because of his ties with um <clears throat> his ties with our, our mm-hmm. recent hire. So we know that's a possibility. And it's but uh I feel like it's gonna it's still operating like a small town team isn't a bad thing at all. I agree. I yeah, agree. and and the way I look at it is like, you know, the Knicks are trying to change the culture within the organization, and the way you do that is you bring in winning players and Teams that have bad culture, the only way you're going to change that is you change with you change the structure within, and then on top of that, you have to bring in players that's going to actually compete and win. Mm-hmm. So you can actually right. turn into that team that's going to attract those big-name free agents in the future. So, I mean, I don't think Knicks have much of a choice. You have to take that route right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. You, know, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect <laughs> a different result. Yeah. And so now, with them shaking things up and having someone you know with that small market mentality i think that's the, a great thing for the knicks because yeah he's gonna keep can keep go big game hunting but i think focusing on all right let's see let's grind it out and see who else we can we can get let's assess this talent and see what they can who they can how they can possibly you know flourish later on i think we definitely need that type of mentality in the office exactly 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 well okay so let me transition to another topic now because that was one of the big things that happened this week. But also, if you've been keeping up with the NBA news, the general NBA news anyway, you'll see that uh, after this coronavirus thing started to happen, it is looking more and more like the NBA will return 
in mid July. Teams will be coming mm-hmm. to training camp in mid June. Right. And the commissioner, Adam Silver, was on a conference call with the GMs in the, at the NBA, and they were discussing different formats in which the NBA can return. Right. Um, some of those benefit the Knicks. Right, yes. Yeah. Very nicely. <laughs> right. Some right. of those don't. Mm. Uh, we've ha- we've had our, our resident reader, expert, Edson got the reading glasses on. Edson, you gonna exactly. let us know? Can exactly. you, the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the voice too. The voice. The voice. Well, I got a radio show now. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some light. Some light, light flesh. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, along with that conference call that Adam Silver had with them, he also sent out a survey late Friday night for the the GMs to fill out as to whether they should play. You know. A tournament, the preferred number of teams, and here are some of the things that they came up with. So, according to multiple sources, the NBA, led by Silver, also held a conference call with the GMs on Thursday in which several notable topics were discussed. First one, a two-step approach to the start of games. Two-week training camp in, t- in a team's market, then a two-week quarantine training camp in the playing location. Um, and I think you mentioned earlier, might be Disney. Right, and and just to add on to that too, um, it came out, the news came out today that the Knicks and the Nets were actually requesting that they would train in Orlando, but Cuomo actually uh, announced today that training facilities would be allowed to be open in New York, so they can actually right. work out in New York if need be. Right, right. All right, so yeah, so on Wednesday, The Athletic reported that, that the NBA is in serious talks with Walt Disney World Resort as the playing side. It makes sense, too. They got all, they got all like, the, the big, they got a big space. They got right. jacuzzis and hotels already Ooh. set up. Mickey's already on deck. You feel sad. <laughs> I, like, I, 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 I like, I like, it's a good exactly. idea. I like it. <laughs> exactly. So one of the other topics that were discussed was the players are resistant to the full nasal swab coronavirus test. <laughs> now, I mean, listen, I've seen that thing. That thing looked painful. So, I, I mean, I would, I would be resistant nah, man, to it beat. too, but... <laughs> but if you want to... I mean, if you want to play, you know... Anyway, so as a result, the league is working on acquiring more comfortable testing via saliva or via the tip of the nose. My only thing with that is I understand that this is entertainment or whatever, but if Joe Schmo down the block got to get a test and he has to get it done like that, then, I mean, if, if they can make it comfortable for one, they need to make it comfortable for everybody, not just because it's the NBA. Yeah. Anyway, you know. I agree. These guys, you know, you know. again, I love the NBA, but they be a bunch of babies sometimes. <laughs> you want to play or not? <laughs> like, 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 yeah, you trying to play? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Take this cotton swab, my We've guy. We've been sitting, yeah. <laughs> We've been sitting for three months now. What you, what you like, yo, you trying to play or not? I'm trying know? to play or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. All right, so once in the bubble site, teams could share support services, and this would include doctors and security personnel to lessen the number of people involved. So everybody's not going to have their own personal security entourage or their own yeah. personal doctor. Team, they would all share. Yeah, and teams are going to be laying off uh, assistants and coaches and stuff like that. So 
it's listen. I mean, this Corona thing is is such a fuck. And I, even when it first hit really hard, I was like, it's gonna hurt our money more than. And again, I mean, there's been a lot of lives lost, but also mm -hmm. there's gonna be a lot of jobs lost. Just you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the GMs then received the survey late Friday night, in which they are able to vote on a series of scenarios. The athletic. Has All right, here we go. So, here we go. Here are the scenarios. Which one is going? <laughs> Which one do you choose? I'm voting with okay, blues. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so season formats for consideration: advance directly to the playoffs. Nope. Boo. Right. That would mean. Well, I mean, because that doesn't benefit us. No, no I get it. Yeah. I mean, it kind of <laughs> does, but you know what? We'll talk about it later. Well, okay. It doesn't. So, it doesn't. It's sixteen oh, okay. teams. Sixteen teams. Four rounds, best of seven series, with postseason teams based on standings as of March twelfth. And, and, and I'll say this now: Do you want to expand on how that could benefit us? I would. I would like to hear. That. Well, okay. You know what? Pros and cons. Pros okay. and cons. Pros for the Knicks. I mean, we would. We. I don't know if we can see this as a pro really, but right. we would be stuck in sixth place. We couldn't drop any lower or go any higher. So mm, when it comes mm, to the draft, mm. yeah. Okay. When it comes to the draft, right? Forgot that part. Yeah, like the numbers. Who knows what's gonna happen? But we'll be stuck in that place. Mm. Actually, but as far as okay. the NBA teams, uh, I was talking with I was talking about this with CP earlier today. So shout uh -huh. out to CP because we had this conversation. Um, NBA will lose money if they don't hit a seventy game mark. Oh, right. So. It, it would be in their best benefit to play their the 72 games or more just so they wouldn't lose revenue money with other people right and and, and, and of course too but even in uh, even in the midst of corona would they would they would still lose money i mean i'm sure they've already lost money right yeah. clearly but, but they would have they would have to pretty much if they don't hit the 70 game mark the mm -hmm. nba would have to issue them a refund it's crazy oh, how in the midst of all of this, there are no, there are no, question. there are no like um, contingency plans. Yeah, contracts, especially those media contracts. Like, yo, you have we're, we're we're scheduled to we're scheduled to. It's a global pandemic. This is what I mean. <laughs> like, like every every like everything is, is off the table. Everything is matter. off the table. That, that, no, that's like that's like us still having to pay rent right now. Still having to pay rent. Still, no, your credit score is still going up and down. Like everything should literally talk your be stuff, at a halt. <laughs> everything <laughs> should be at a halt across the board. Like whatever was agreed upon it's dead now because no, what, this is affecting everybody this is what's called an act of god so it's like <laughs> you know uh, it's, everything it's, is off the table now no, god act on my rent <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter though because business is business if i'm if i'm if i'm if sick I'm, and I'm, dead I'm paying, I'm paying the nba money to showcase their games on my channel and we agreed on a certain amount of games to be shown on my channel you have to fulfill that in some way, shape, or form. If you don't fulfill during a pandemic when nobody's making bread besides is, is a con a Bezos, uh, unless unless it's that's unless crazy. It's, unless it's stated in the contract specifically that if, right. if a global pandemic and this and that, you're not how how, how, so, how, so, but, how could we possibly predict that a global pandemic right. is going to happen that's, to be like yo, why, put that in the contract. Some, Next contract is in some. Well, listen, in some <laughs> contracts, <laughs> in some contracts, they specify. Act of God. For example, South by Southwest, 
They say you do not if you if you buy a ticket or if you're a vendor or you don't get a refund even if there is an act of God. So that's actually in that contract. Exactly. So I don't know if in that contract they have a stipulation like exactly. that. We don't know. And if it's not in the you contract, know. then I can't blame those companies. That's like, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta all. Excuse my language on a Sunday. Fuck the contract, yo. <laughs> it's a global <laughs> pandemic. Like, yo, people are dying. Like, people are literally dying, yo. Right, like, literally. The contract. Like, players can't even play and make their bread right now. Like, who cares, man? We got, like, gotta be that's so inhumane. I think that's so inhumane. That's so crazy that you can't even look at, like, this. Like, there's literally no scenario on this good earth that's going to be, like, yo, we can't even make a humane, like, a human adjustment. Business, like business. like people are dying. And, I, I hope I hope you business, business. like yo. If, we gotta readjust business, if, but but I think cancel, I mean this that goes into a like, deeper conversation. Or right. cut it short, and we're not able to showcase the amount of games that we agreed upon. Then yeah, you owe me some money. It's it's unfortunate, but that's how it is. Man, from where you yo? Because like I, you said, that's that's a whole yeah, other yeah. conversation. Because I mean, when you think about this, what really matters in life right now, right? Mm -hmm. What really matters. But again, I, I see both sides of the argument. I'm leaning more towards the humane side, mm -hmm. of course, because, <laughs> you know, but I, I, but I understand, you know, there's contracts to be upheld, but how, like, like yeah, how, how are I, we all holding contracts right now? That's I'm the problem. That, that's literally the problem. I agree. But there's some people who are not like, for example, I don't remember the, the, the business, but there was an executive who took a pay cut. You know, he's making six figures. He's now making five figures. He took a pay cut so that his employees could still remain employed. So, again, there are some people who understand that business is not all cold and calculating. Like, there is a humane component. And I think, I think when times like this happens, this is when you have to learn to readjust. Like, yes, business can still be business, but let's readjust the business. Yeah, we got, we got, let's we got, re we like, we got I, more. We got more to go through too. We got more to go through. Oh no! I, I, yes, but, it's just, but I, I, I do I think see, it was good I to tip this moment because I'm like, the NBA got money, I got money too. So it's like, nah. If if we're both, if if we're if we're in a contract and you breach that contract, I'm gonna be like, nah. I'm my services were not fulfilled. You're gonna pay me your money. You're gonna pay me that money. You have man. <laughs> I ain't doing business with you. Ryan wants his Ryan's money. Cold blooded. <laughs> Kathy's like, yo, give me hugs. <laughs> <laughs> yo, come here, yo. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Jay Alice is probably like, yo, give me half and then give me hugs too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> y'all de decide that's half a hug. Give me my bread. Yeah. Get Ryan on, on opposite ends. Yeah, give, me, give me installments or something. All right, cool. <laughs> Mm. Ryan, like you better find it. <laughs> right. The, I, I, mean, I, I don't you know made. what you got. I don't know what you got to do, but uh, I know what I gotta do. Like, like us, run like me I, my money. The NBA, the NBA is a billion dollar business. I'm not. I don't. Not this year. I, I don't feel sorry. I don't feel sorry. Not this year. They don't <laughs> got. Not this year. Right. Everybody said, said, don't got it. Let me tell you, the only person who got a billion dollars this year, you Jeff Bezos. That's it. Money. I'm sorry. You're Listen, a billion dollar. Ryan said. Ah! Nobody Ryan did said, anything for the last three months. None of that money's months. in my pocket. Nobody did anything. <laughs> like if, if people were actually playing, then it'd be like, all right, bread, bet, break me off my bread. But if you mm -hmm. literally, if if people have literally been told you cannot play, you cannot go to like, work, there, there you is cannot no make NBA money. brand right now. Like there is no NBA brand right now. The NBA brand right content. now is, is, is Michael Jordan. Right That's now. it. That's the NBA brand. <laughs> They're crying Ooh. for content right now. How can I uphold my end of the bargain? Like you, I'm literally going to have to like steal. 
I gotta literally steal. Because you, you can't strip because they're closed. The strip <laughs> clubs is closed. Only, only fans don't work this way. <laughs> Billion dollar business. Pay me my money. Wow. <laughs> where? Where am I supposed to get it from? All right. You want me to rob? Am I supposed to rob? Because even the banks ain't open. I gotta make it open to go to the bank. We just we're have to agree to disagree. We're gonna see the same. We'll agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree. So the second consideration is a playoffs plus option. Okay. That's um expanding the number of teams with the opportunity to play, either through holding a play-in tournament to determine the final seeds and playoffs uh. to be played by bubble teams uh. or repl- or replacing the first round of the playoffs with a group stage. Mm. Now, this is when it gets interesting, the play-in playoffs, because the play-in playoffs is when right. the Knicks can actually play in, depending on right. where their cap is, because the scenarios where... Right, they're trying to figure out how many teams are, right? So right. if this is playoffs plus... How many teams should return to play? 18, 20, 22, or 24? Now, if we go to the 24 teams, there's a possibility we could be, be in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and we can go war with, with uh, uh, I hope they're working out, man. Again, and I know everyone's working out, but I hope they're working out. Like, if this is like, if I see this, I'm like, damn, it's a possibility we could get in. Well, I've seen RJ Duncan on uh, doing dunks and catching alley oops in the gym. I saw, I saw Kevin Knox uh, um, doing dunks. lunges. <laughs> you, hey, man, listen, no one's running scrimmages right now. <laughs> I understand. Listen, I understand. Listen, I, just especially watching the last dance. And then listen to Kobe, you know, in his conversation. You know what separates the 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 all stars from just like the average? It's like that work ethic. You gotta hit that gym. You gotta get. You gotta get strong. You gotta hit that gym. You gotta get strong. Everybody in the in the in the in the league for the most part has game because they made it. Mm-hmm. What separates yeah, is the strength? I guarantee you. Hit that. Gym. When it comes to work ethic, that, that, that conditioning. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why LeBron is LeBron. When it comes to work exactly. ethic, when it comes to work ethic, some people will come in shape and some people won't. Yeah. LeBron <laughs> is gonna come back brolic because he's always brolic. I mean, he, he the way that he maintains his health over all these years, I just I need I need us to be doing that right now. Yeah. Because you know, anyway, so um I like this, one, I like this this uh option to, to to play in though. Right. I think that might be cool. Yeah. The con Pro, yes, the con. Pro yeah. playoffs. You get to see Julius right. Randle do spin. Julius Randle do spin moves and carry us to victory, right? <laughs> and and the con is, give us the con. The con is he's spinning. The con is always the draft. The con mm. is always the draft. So I, I think we need to always keep that in the back of our minds. Is mind. that costing us the mellow ball? I'm, <sighs> unless the Knicks, unless the Knicks drop out first round, then okay. Hmm. <laughs> but then for that, if, if that's the case, which is, which is probably gonna happen, so we might as well. Yeah, <laughs> just drop. Which is probably going yeah. Like if there was ever a time, like I, like I know y'all want Lamelo, but if there was ever a time to like make it into the playoffs and get people hope, wouldn't now be it? No. Wouldn't now be the time to be like? No, wouldn't now be the time to be like? You know what? We have an opportunity to actually make it to the playoffs. Like we have an opportunity to do a thing. Like, let's capitalize off of that. Like, this is the the most craziest thing just happened in the world. Basketball stopped for three months. Now we're back. We're playing. Like, we can actually make it into the playoffs because of these new set of rules. Like, let's go. Let's go for it. It would be fun. But now let me ask. It you, would be fun. Are they going to? Are they because right now? If they do this, in essence, it's like they're like. 
kind of starting from scratch. Are they going to alter the draft rules? You know, because like now you're talking about like almost like tournament style and NCAA kind of, you know, with some of these options, right? So based off of you playing into the playoffs, is that it changes your That's standing in the draft? Chance. I don't know. You suck most of the year. Like, I mean, <laughs> this is like, it's a great you question. know what I'm saying? So now, like, now you want to be good? And I think this teams, I, I so, feel like teams are actually contacting me and talking about, like, how is it going to affect people who are trying to draft? That's what I think. I think the draft is a great thing for us to, you know, to think about because mm-hmm. on any given day, a team can beat a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that doesn't change how you perform throughout the year. Well, I don't year. think it's going to be one game. I can't see the one or game even even style. if it's two games, even if even let's say a team that shouldn't even was not even considered in it wins or somehow gets in there, that changes their draft position. I don't I don't know. Yeah. You got All lucky. Right, so you got lucky in the playoffs. You got lucky. <laughs> you got lucky. All right, let's look at let's look at the other option. So the other option is to resume regular season with all thirty teams. That just means all teams play the same number of games. Ryan, okay. Ryan G. Ryan G. The next one. Resume regular season play with all 30 teams plus have the play in. We got and time I, for that? so oh, I don't know. So all the teams play the same number of games, followed by play in tournament for the final seeds and traditional playoffs. So I guess really pretty, I feel like they're really just pretty much a trying to get them get some money back by having and they're trying to get and they and they try to get some reps into being conditioned. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Get some reps in. Um, all right. The next one is the playoffs plus play-in format. I feel like I'm reading the directions from a video game right now. <laughs> um, play-in tournament featuring bubble teams for eighth seed. The play-in tournament for seventh and eighth seed. Or group stage that replaces first round of playoffs and all participating in groups each team plays two games against each group opponent and top two teams from each group advance to the traditional second round. That just sounds like a lot. <laughs> 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 that just sounds like a lot. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this option. You can skip it. I think that option was just like, What's the craziest thing they could possibly do? Yeah, next. It's too complicated, this is man. It. It's too complicated. That one's it. like, we got time for that? I don't think we do. Exactly. Like, that's like the other question. three months right now. Not even. There's only one option right. for me, yo. <laughs> one oh, the, the play, that let all 30 of them play? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> how many How many, How many? many games? But are you going to do all 30 and then they have to play in? Nah, no playing. Just regular playoffs. Like, because okay. I believe, like, Here's my thinking because I look at different leagues and what they're doing. And, like, for example, overseas, like in the soccer leagues, like, say, for example, uh-huh. the French league, mm-hmm. like, they're in the middle of their soccer season and they pretty much canceled the season. And they said that wherever the standings are right now, that's how it's going to be. So it's like whoever's, you know, leading the, um, the league right now, they're automatically the champion. And then, uh-huh. and then they have, you know, promotion and relegation. So it's like the teams in the last three spots or whatever, they're automatically relegated. And I don't even think that's fair because I'm like, those those teams that you relegate, there's still games to play in the season. Like, how you how do you know that those teams who's in those last three places are not going to move up? You know, those right. games are not right. played. And, I, and it's the right. same way I feel with the NBA. It's like, okay, you have your top eight seed. I mean, you got your top eight seeds right now, but you have teams on the outside that 
they're not that they far could possibly off. slip into that eight seed. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I and, and I'm like, if you're gonna just cut off the season right there and just be like the top eight seeds or whatever going to the playoffs, I don't think that's fair to those teams that's like on the outside looking in. And I also feel like the teams that you know their season's pretty much over already. I feel like you Tell know, us home. <laughs> not even that though, but I mean like. At least, you know, you, you never know. Like, say, for example, they come back and, you know, a team that's on, like, the bottom or whatever, they're able to build some momentum going into next season with the way they've been playing those last couple of games. Like, say, for example, they, you know, end up winning, like, the majority of their games. You can actually carry that into the next season. You know what I'm saying? Have them, you know, help build up a bit more confidence. So, I mean, I feel like... And you're talking about all the other teams outside the next No, but, uh, yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, you can have Frank Nilkina, he can start balling and, like, ooh. Exactly. I mean, that could work in. But why y'all can't? Because y'all want y'all want y'all want the draft pick. Y'all want the draft pick. So what's the point? Yeah, but what do you I mean, mean, what's the point? I don't even want to get rid of everybody. Cause you want the draft pick. <laughs> but the thing is, speaking with the draft pick and Frank. <laughs> but, I, but I mean, like, even with the way the draft is right now, like, even if you, and even if you're in, like the top three spots, you know, with the right. ball, with the um ping pong balls or whatnot, it's like. You're not even guaranteed the top three pick anyway, so it's like who the who the hell cares? As long as the Knicks in the damn that's lottery. what we need to change more than anything. Yeah, so I'm like, as long as the Knicks in the damn lottery, so it's like if that's the case, why not play out some games and see if the Knicks can carry some momentum into the next season? Okay, it sounds like you you, you kind of agree with Kathy a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to play us. Sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he it sounds like. I don't know. I could yeah. be wrong. Play these Come games. Over, wrong. <laughs> he wants the playoffs. <laughs> Yes. Play these games. Sit the vets. Sit the vets. I want Brass Dingus. I, 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 I want. I want Lamar Peters. I want Iggy. I want. I want all the bench to get all the minutes. And and Julius mm-hmm. to sit. Oh boy. Yes, please. All right, so, I mean, I like Kathy though. We don't. We don't disagree all the time, and you know. So I'm like, that's the narrative we're trying to push for ratings. <laughs> no, we agree most times. We don't. Uh, we don't disagree all the time. We agree, we disagree most times. There you go. There you go. Keep pushing it, Kathy. Keep pushing. It. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next thing that's in consideration is having scrimmage games prior to any restart. Okay. So they're trying to decide if they have trying to want two, three, four, or five scrimmage games before any of these other options are even considered. They're also looking at, you know, because you spoke about having less than 70 games will cost the NBA. So they're trying to possibly have total regular season games be 72 or 76 games. Right. I'm, um, I'm for that. I'm for, yeah. have, I'm for having as many games as possible before the playoffs. Right. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, then they're looking at the playoff format, the traditional East versus West, or just reseed all the teams. Mm. Interesting. And there's gonna be like fifteen teams from the West. So that means if they do that, <laughs> so that the all of the West. <laughs> right. That, right. You, you're gonna all have two West, West Coast teams <laughs> playing for the finals. Uh, nah, I'm not with that. I'm not with that. <laughs> uh, I'm not with that. The West is stacked. Nah, I'm not with that at all, man. All of the West is going. Word. Um, East, it's been it's been fun. <laughs> yo, uh, the entire playoffs is gonna be West Coast. Nah, stop. Yeah. I'm not with that. It's gonna be the West Coast playing on the East. Might see Mellow in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Word. On Portland. Hmm. That will. I mean, that would be a a nice, you know, consolation prize. Anyway, Mellow still my guy. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I talked about your heartstrings. I did it on purpose. All right, go ahead. Um, <laughs> no, nah, listen, Mellow still my. All right, so then the other thing now is roster considerations. Now, this is interesting. 
Right. Number one, the possibility of limited roster expansion. So that means the choice of one to three additional spots will allow teams to have more players on its inactive list. Second option, the possibility of expanding playoff rosters for all playoff teams. So that means they would have one or two additional participants for the playoffs. That means if the Knicks make it, we can add uh, uh, Lamar Peters versus Bizdingas or whoever we want to bring up right. for the playoffs. The third option is the possibility of allowing two-way players to be eligible for the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, two-way contracts. Let's go. Not, not really mad at that. Not really mad at that. <laughs> might, might as well. Right. At this point, let everybody play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get some extra bodies involved just in case something crazy happens. I'm with it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because now that's the other thing. Even though they've been working out, you know what I'm saying, with this layoff, Possibility injury is a possibility. Possibly injury is a possibility, and who knows? Uh, hopefully, with the precautions taken, no one catches anything. I don't think and that no one catches exactly. it, no one has it, no one's in asymptomatic, right? Like, exactly. You know, but if, if, if exactly. they do the testing beforehand, before they get on the plane and get to the bubble place in the happiest place on earth in, in Florida and MSG, whatever, I think we should be okay in theory. I, I feel like, but they'd have to test again, yeah, no? right? Yeah, you test before, you test after, to... yeah. They have to test every day, bro. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. With a virus, you can't see that shit. You can't see You don't it. stop testing, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you I don't you, you can't even cleanse a place of a common cold. <laughs> yeah. You say so it's like when you have something like this that could potentially kill someone, it's like you gotta test like when they get there, after they leave, before they get to the next day, like that has to be part yeah, of the protocol. For sure. So again, it's a lot that's gonna go into them even if it's just in this isolated place like they can like <clears throat> completely sterilize disney world absolutely you know what i'm saying but they still have you know that just seems that's so in-depth and so detailed like but you know all right so then the latest possible date for finish they're looking at labor day september 15th october 1st october 15th or november 1st okay as yeah as evidenced by the gm survey and conversations to close the week, the NBA still must reach a point of feeling comfortable on a return to play. Mm. As Silver told players on the call this month, the NBA will be choosing from a lot of bad options and none that are risk-free. So, and we, we just, it's so funny, we just spoke about that. There's a risk them going back and playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a risk, but again, as Ryan was saying, even in this pandemic business is business and that's what they're thinking about. Again, it's kind of messed up because at the end of the day, on the other side of the business are people. Granted, very well-paid people, but they're still people, they're still human beings and they're taking a risk on it. I understand they want to play like this is their, 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 their love and their dream and their livelihood, but I think they'll be good if they sat out till next season. They'd be good. That check is not going to bounce. You know, I just want to play, um, man. This ain't paid. This is their passion too. Shoot, I want to. I'm I, not in the I, NBA, I, and I don't want to play. I'm tired of sitting this day. Nah, house, listen. Yo. Give I me understand. a ball. <laughs> I don't, listen, bro. I'm very upset that I can't, I can't like. I try, I went for a run the other day, right? And I'm like, okay, I know nobody's gonna be at the court, but there's no rim. So what am I going there for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like. Anyway, the NBA plans to hold a board of governors call on Friday, May 29th. Okay, so. And I guess 
So then that'll give us something, I guess, else to talk about for next week. Definitely. We'll see how, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Tune in next show. We're going to talk about that. And I definitely want to talk about power forwards next week, too, man. I want to talk about okay. alternate, or alternate scenarios with power forwards. There, something came out about Danilo Gallinari. Um, he did, like, an interview. Galena. Somebody asked him. Huh? Yeah, Galena! <laughs> Yeah, I just I want to I want him to come back just so I can hear that in the MSG in, in the garden. <laughs> but someone asked him if he was willing to come back with the Knicks, even though he was considered uh, he was kind of comfortable with OKC, and he gave the, the nice PC answer. You know, eh, all options are on the table. But I want to talk about some stretch four options that would be available um, okay. if Randall isn't here, or just think of RJ RJ room next week. We'll do it for sure. All right. <laughs> If nothing else crazy happens. Right. Okay, now it is time for one of the favorites part of the show. Oh! Oh, picks. Oh, picks, for those who don't know, are the highlight plays of the week in basketball. But since there is no basketball, I am just, um, I'm going to talk about some stuff that happened already. That's the story. <laughs> <laughs> I saw on Nick's Twitter that they were kind of bigging up Amari Stoudemire, so I figured since they were bigging up my guy Amari, fellow Scorpio. Yeah, fellow Scorpio brethren. She has a birthday with my sister. Shout out to Amari. Oh, that's dope. Small world. What a small world. Not only one of my sisters a beast, too. Anyway, so. Indeed. So this U-pick, it didn't count, but it counted in my heart. Knicks All that versus... matters is how it looked. Yeah, it really <laughs> matters. Knicks versus Heat. Uh, uh, Knicks scrambling for the ball. Marius gets the ball on the right wing. Shane Batty slides over to try to stop him from going to the rim. Marius says, hell nah. Hits him with a, a light elbow. Real light. Just a tap. A slight love tap. Barely hit him. Shane Batty <laughs> falls to the floor. Amari jumps up. Dunks it, boom, in his face for the oop hit. Oh! But the oo is really, really for Amari extending his hand yeah. <laughs> to offer to get Shane Batty off the floor. And as Shane Batty reaches back out to him, Amari pulls it away. Hey! Psych. Spicy like at least. That's the oo. That's the oo. <laughs> Got him. That's my okay. Now I know there's a lot of Mario dunks that you know yeah, counted no. that I can yeah. use, but no, nah, this one was more fun. Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude has definitely baptized a lot of people in his career. <laughs> exactly, definitely. It's not just wine he baptized. Them. All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anybody else for the Ubix? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, yeah um, it's shout outs though. Okay. Um, you know, once again, shout out to Stat because at a time when nobody else really wanted to come to the Knicks, he decided to come and help change the culture around. All like, right. We appreciate you, King. Yes. Yeah, so you know, we got big up Stat for that. Oh. Um, Do we mention that Phoenix turned him down for large amounts of money and we, and we were willing to pay him? Yeah, that too. But still, he still came. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I still love him, though. Let you, let your man, let your man rock with the compliments. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> my next ooh goes to um one of my favorite players of all time, um 
Tracy McGrady T-Mac. I would have wore the T-Mac jersey, but it's the Knicks podcast, so I didn't do it. You could still wear a T-Mac jersey. There is a Knicks T-Mac jersey. Exactly. Actually, there's a few other topics that I – we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Go ahead. (laughs) But I don't have the Knicks T-Mac jersey. I got the Magic T-Mac jersey. That's why I'm like – Oh, I I got you. I got you. But, um, yeah, shout out to T-Mac because today's his birthday. Okay. Hey. Happy birthday, T Mac. All right. You, you sneak in other blessings. Nick, non Nick players in these. Ooh. <laughs> and I'm going to let this slide because it's quarantine. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever happened. But he played for the Knicks. Short, short, <laughs> little short stint. All right. That's right. That's right. That's the tie in. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> and um, also, big up Beanie Man and Bounty Killer. Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. I got wait, 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 wait. the air. I gotta hit the gunshots. <laughs> gunshots, <laughs> baby. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yes, yes, big them up too. Magnificent performance Saturday night. We all Crazy. enjoyed it. Crazy. Yes. I, I missed I missed the clash because I was in a Zoom meeting, but that's another story. Uh, no. oh, I hope it was, <laughs> I was worth being it. You were. You were being like. I hope it. I hope it was. I hope it was worth it. I, I learned mm. some things actually. I did. I did. You see it. There you go. So it was worth it, man. And I'll catch it on YouTube. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all the picks. Yeah, that's I all think the so. Picks. I don't. I know, I know. I don't have any. Um, I have a bra. So, okay. You know, I'm hoping. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, since you have a bra, <laughs> it's it time for the other part of the Start show. It off. Bruh. Bruh. The bra picks. Bra picks are usually the worst plays of the week, but there is no more basketball. So what we usually do right now, I mean, we just name the atrocities of the world that is happening yeah. and poke fun of that or give really passionate speeches about the bull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, since um you spoke about you know highlighting Amari, you know, I have to give him a bruh just because I can't let him live this down. 2012 playoffs. Oh. The Miami Heat. Oh. Oh. Um, they lose <laughs> to the Miami Heat. And at this point, he was like the pivotal piece. Well, one of them. The major pivotal piece. And he got frustrated mm. and decided to put his hand through the glass of a fire extinguisher. Oh. <laughs> and they said, Bruh. He Bruh. may not play in a third game. We knew he wasn't playing because he didn't cut up his hand and had to get stitches in it. Yeah. So go ahead and hit that bro for Mars. Yeah, I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna hit it. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting it, bro. Bro. <laughs> Scorpio passion sometimes is you know misguided. It's <laughs> a little bit, tad bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> any more? Any more bro picks? Cause um, wait, should I go last? I mean, you should. I mean. Yeah. I know there's. I think I think you and I have the same bra. So yeah, pretty much. <laughs> are, are we are we mentioning the God interview? Is that happening? Yeah, if I know who you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Charlemagne the God. It's it's the yes yeah, sure inform right. Yeah. So um, well, you Kathy gonna let me have that one? Yeah, yeah. You the bra man. All right. So. Um, <laughs> First bro pick goes to Joe Biden mm-hmm. for the comments he made on um what was it like the interview with um Charlemagne and you know and um basically he said that you're not black if you um if you have to decide how how to go again. Kathy, take over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but all, 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 that, all, all, that, all that, that he's- If you have to decide whether to vote for me or to vote for Trump, like, that means you're not black. What? He said, yeah. He said, if you had to decide between voting what? for me or voting for Trump, then you ain't black. Yo, at, Bruh. I'm here yeah. bro right now. Bruh. What made that so cringeworthy was the confidence in which he said it. He said it, and then it's like, you know, you know when you realize you said something stupid and mm-hmm. you do like an oh face, like, oh, he looked in the camera and smiled like <laughs> like like so, so like, oh i made a funny so i was sorry. like so no. his joke or the comment was you're not black if you have to decide whether yeah. to vote for me or trump so he's saying that no black people should be voting for trump was that what he was trying to say that's exactly what he's trying to say he was saying he was saying you are not black oh. if you vote for trump is what he was what he said now wow. here's the thing Black people, black people, black people, community. We, we're, black people, black people, black people, people. We're, my we're, black people. I, I feel like my black people. We've my all, people. We've had, my people in general, like we've had internal discussions within the, in the black community about how we feel about Trump and how we feel about certain people who are melanin who vote for him, and we kind of say that to each other sometimes yeah. <laughs> in conversation. And I felt like Joe Biden was privy to some of those conversations and got a little bit too comfortable. Privilege. You know, but here's the thing. Privilege. Is privilege. Privilege the word? <laughs> but here's the thing. For, for Joe Biden, yes. yes. Privilege is yes, the word. Is. Yes, it is. He's got a lot of, you know. Yeah, because knowing that and saying friends. what you said. He's probably got a lot of black friends or enough for him to feel comfortable. He right? got too comfortable. But I mean, thing, is, isn't this advice of black? He got too comfortable. I'm trying yeah, to tell you, he just got comfortable. You know, because the thing is this. Regardless of whatever you believe, there are black people who vote for Trump, first off. I'm, exactly. And if you are trying to get them on your side, right? If you're trying to get them to vote for you, alienating them by saying, oh, you're not black if you vote for Trump, it's not going to work. That's just dumb. That's dumb politics. That's yeah. dumb. That's and we all dumb in general. Like, just in, in general. Dumb, period. This is dumb. It's just dumb. Yeah, my whole thing is, is that, like, yeah, it was a dumb thing to say because no white man should tell a black man he ain't black, period, or any or any. Right, that's, that's number one. Thing. That's number one. But but here's my thing though, because I'm like, I know he messed up when he said that, but that still should not deter people from not voting for him though. Because if you if you have to choose between him and Trump, he's a clear he's the clear answer. A, but that's why he said it too. That's why I say privilege. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because be you know because that. The best of the two evils, man. To be honest, yeah. And I, mm. but knowing that, that's why you. That's why you can yeah. walk around and say, say what you say. That's why. You know that's why he's holding his nuts right now, because he because right. he sees his choices and and, mm-hmm. and and that's. I don't even want to get into a deeper conversation about. Ain't no deeper. I mean, to that, me, it's a stupid. That's, that's a why stupid that campaign comment. is. That's that's why people are even talking like that because. They do take the black vote. For granted, lightly, but at the same time, too, what they and what it, they fail to realize is if 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 black people decide not to vote, or if a majority of people in general decide not to vote, that's how we got Trump in the first place. Yeah, y- yes, exactly. There was a lot of people who decided they weren't voting. The <laughs> they didn't too. like the two options. They either and if we vote. if we're back at that point again, right? But that's the thing: they either didn't vote, or they voted for somebody who did not have a chance, and yep. which is exactly. splitting the vote, and which is like casting a vote for Trump. 
which is putting us back in the same predicament it's again. Right. So Joe Biden, say what you want to say, kid, but that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Yeah, your cabinet or whoever you got under you, yeah. they, need pull, I, I, they need to pull you aside forever. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's my whole point. I'm like, I know he messed up, but I'm like, yo, do not let it deter you from voting, please. Like, he'll just go out and vote regardless. Like, it is what it is. We can't we can't really choose between the both of them. So it's like, just yo, just go with yo, the left. When we, when we, that's it. When we launch our side pod, we're gonna have a different conversation. Oh, like absolutely. a whole more in depth conversation about this time. Woo, that boy. Woo, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> basketball just a basketball on podcast. Don't speak to go if you just gotta, you know. I'm, I'm gonna get my Kente cloth <laughs> for that conversation. Listen, I got I got plenty if you need a bar, bro. <laughs> all right, all right, my brother. All right. <laughs> Oh man! All right, what's the? You got another one there, bro? I think that's my only bro. I'm a. Okay. I'm gonna probably ease off the other one. I'm gonna ease okay. off. Who's the other one? I can't really think of it right now. It slipped my oh. mind. I it was it was there for a short while, but then it slipped my mind. As I said, things was much easier when there was basketball going on, man. <laughs> <laughs> in 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 life, there things were just easy. Absolutely, My life was easy when basketball was back, man. Just, <laughs> Everything made sense. Everything right? made sense, damn it. Listen, I tell people all the time, life is basketball. You can find any situation. I'll find what to play basketball, I'm, man. That's what I'm, I'm getting a ball. life tattoo. That's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be like one of the last things to open up. Right. No, yeah. Well, depends yeah. what neighborhood you in, man. <laughs> right. I'm gonna get I'm gonna right. go to my boy. He's gonna he gonna he gonna tap me up. So, <laughs> don't get one of them nah, don't get one of them jail tattoos, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> no, he's a, he's an actual tattoo artist, bro. Oh, okay. All I right. don't gotta All go right. to the bing and nothing. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> get, get that branded ball is life. Exactly. <laughs> Official tissue. All right. Okay. All right. All right. We were nervous for you. Oh man, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go get get my boy to draw something on me. <laughs> Listen, I went to Yo, art make sure school. you spell it right, man. Oh, it's art school. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You can draw. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That is our show, guys. We only had two talks, and somehow it's still in the right. Hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is gonna be thirty minutes. We dragged. Not it. really. Yeah. Right. Right. Not really. And you're I, welcome. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're welcome. Hold that content, guys. That is our show. <laughs> so see you next week. We got more content in the clip. I got mad ideas we even talked about yet, but we'll get to that later. We are out of here. Yep. Oh, the IGs. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm ready to get out. All right, my bad. You're right. <laughs> Rewind. Because your IG mad spicy right now, Ryan. That's why you're trying to promote it. <laughs> <I'm> right. <laughs> Ryan, like, nah, nah, nah. Come follow me, y'all. Check out today. I, I got the juice. All right, look. IG time. You can find me at JLS Draws Things. That's J-E-L-L-I-S Draws Things. And what do I do? I do draw things. But I haven't been drawn in a minute. But there's other things that you can see. There's motion design. There's a, some inspirational quotes. I have... I told you guys that I don't post a lot, and I went on a little posting fee for like a week and a half, and now I'm back to my normal posting schedule. Well, I said quota. you made the quota? I made the quota. Right. I made the quota for exactly. you. Okay, <laughs> Edson, where can they find you? You can find me on all platforms at Edson hey. Sean. That's E-D-S-O-N-S-E-A-N. Hey. I am, and I haven't told anybody this yet, but I'm going to be dropping an EP on the 12th of June. Oh, um, yeah. Blue check so, coming. So that's that's... I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah. And um, I also have a Patreon. So come support. You know, all it's right. still an artist affected by the pandemic. So, you know, drop some change. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> um, K Steel, where can they find you? Um, Kathy underscore Kathy Steel, K T H Y S T E E L E. 
I'm there. She, I'm on the socials. She's there on the socials. If you have smoke for Kathy, you know where to find her. <laughs> Kathy yeah, can't yeah. know who you are. The score steel. Yeah. Yeah. Come get it. Come see me. Come see me. Get spicy. See, 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 see if we don't drop in the chat too. See. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got some I got some content dropping on it this week. And she got content dropping. Nice. I got content nice. dropping. That's what's up. What's up? This week and, and later this month. So it's gonna be a good June's gonna be a good one. All right, cool. Where can they find you, sir? You can find me at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That is S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. And um, yeah, my um my my IG's been drying and toast bread, but um <laughs> but you know, recently I posted um a clip of last week's podcast and I don't know, you know, there, there, there might be a back and forth going on. Another person respond yet, spicy, but, spicy. You know, yeah. <laughs> wait for it, wait for it. YouTube's getting spicy too. YouTube is a little spicy on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube. We appreciate the YouTube comments. We come in a co- we we're coming to comment back. Uh, so yeah, like and subscribe. Yeah, like, subscribe, <laughs> share. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be following up with the comments. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. shout, shout out to the guy who called us the Fuji's last week. That was hilarious. Now I can't unsee it. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It still works with the four of us too. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna that bring is... my guitar next time. And... Hey. Hey. I'm a rap. Pick up your Not microphone. Really. Obviously, you have to rap because obviously you're the Lauren, obviously. <laughs> I'm showing up. I'm, I'm just gonna ad lib. All right. <laughs> I'm coming late. God bless. You'll see me when you see me. Right. When I get here, I get here. All right. It could all be so simple. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That is our show. We are yeah. out of here. Peace. New York, New York,